0: It's the NFL playoffs. It's here. We're ready. Zach and I go through all six games. We break down the lines. We pick a side. We go through the analysis of each game. And before that, we rank all 14 quarterbacks that would be participating in the 2022 NFL playoffs. Fun exercise. Most of it was the same until we got to the top. Then we had some dissension. So listen in. Here we go. Welcome to your best bets. NFL playoff football is here we've slugged through 18 regular season weeks. We're finally here at Wild Card Weekend. We got six games to talk about. Uh, this is one of the better weekends of the year—not just football, but for sports. Uh, from Saturday afternoon through Monday night, we got wall-to-wall football. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to talk about it with Zach Fitzgerald. Zach, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing great and I'm excited about this. Uh, it's this one of the best football weekends of the year and uh, pretty disappointed that the Colts didn't make it. And we aren't able to talk about them. That was embarrassing to say the least, but uh, excited to discuss what I think are some pretty interesting games uh, and uh, a QB ranking, which I'm extremely excited to talk about.
0: Yeah, that exercise is going to be fun. We'll start that off in a second. Let's, let's take... One minute on last week, uh, two things that um, I wanted to just quickly go over. As a Colts fan, that game was uh, completely different than I expected. I'm I'm not a Colts fan, but just as an observer of the league, a fan of the league, that was surprising not only that they lost, but they got dominated on both sides of the ball and uh, uh, really just kind of pushed around.
1: It was surprising—a uh, game that they were supposed to dominate, a game that they should have just been able to run the ball with Jason Taylor. Uh, I mean, it's football; it's it's professional football, and you know, you, people want to say that the Jags stink and everything like that, but they're still professionals. They still have pride; and they still want to come to play. But there's no reason the Colts shouldn't have won that game. They controlled their own destiny, and they lost the final two games. Uh, it's pretty unexcusable. I think Ballard actually came out saying that they disappointed themselves disappointed their owner and disappointed their city Uh, and made some other comments about at the time we thought that wins was the answer didn't go any further into it than that
0: I've I've been talking with some Colts fans that I know and uh you know I, I i I can't think of one that once went back next year, but you're also on the hook for quite a bit of money. It's probably a off season show uh, afterward. What the Colts do at quarterback Um, going around Twitter Sunday night. I, I just kept seeing all these tickets for people that had the Jags money line parlayed with the tie of the Raiders chargers game. And that game was probably the game of the year in a way because it was uh, Chargers had a huge huge comeback the last five minutes of the game to put an OT, and I, I I was pretty sure the last two minutes of that game was going to end up in a tie, and uh, Brandon Staley takes a questionable timeout and allows the Raiders co- uh, to get a to get one extra play and get a field goal, but that that
1: game was insane as well. Uh, that was that was a fantastic game. Uh, I. The entire game, I thought that the Chargers are going to win that. Just like a lot of games that they've lost this year to to allow mm-hmm. them to lose or to not make the playoffs, they've just kind of screwed the pooch. They have far too good of a team not to be in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, they I, have Herbert, so they have, they have years ahead. But to squander one it, it unnecessarily is disappointing. I think
0: maybe the most talented team not to make the playoffs. And uh, Herbert – that, uh, that And that game, the fourth quarter, uh, was special. I mean, uh, what he did on that last drive, 17 or 18 plays, uh, multiple fourth down conversions was they, – they, they got a real stud there, that's for sure. Um, off the top, before we get into the six wild card games, um, I asked you a couple days ago, um, because this league is quarterback-driven, quarterback is debated – endlessly um you know the guys that come into the same draft class they'll always be compared to each other uh you know guys that are maybe more playoff oriented guys which is regular season or vice versa so i wanted to kind of discuss the quarterbacks tonight we have 14 quarterbacks playing in the playoffs obviously not uh we got 12 playing this weekend um we won't see um, Ryan Tannehill this weekend or Aaron Rodgers, but I wanted to rank the 14 quarterbacks that are in the playoffs. Um, but and really, the criteria is who do you trust most from 14 to one, and you can kind of define trust as a lot in a lot of different ways. Who do you trust to win you a game in the playoffs? Uh, who do you trust to play well? Um, what have you? Um, so, did you have trouble with this list?
1: I had trouble at certain points of this list, and I'm really glad that you prefaced it by not being maybe best quarterback or statistically the greatest quarterback, because I also based it on trust. Uh, so yes, I had trouble more in the, not the first three picks. Uh, I had trouble basically five through nine, really. And and I actually kind of conferred with Jason Herberger uh, on, on a couple things and our list differed a little bit on the bottom end. So yeah. th- there's some differing opinions.
0: I, I was pretty solid through the top eight. Um, and, and I have them in different tiers. Nine through 14 was, I, I, I could have ranked them almost in any order. Um, so let's start from the bottom. Who do you have at number
1: 14? I have Jalen Hurts. Okay. I, I had, think, uh, for, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say I had Hurts at 13, but, uh, so we're close on that go ahead with hurts
1: uh I, I mean i'm interested to know who your 13th is uh but uh for me hurts you know he he does have the legs but he's 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 turnover prone um he's young i of the 14 quarterbacks he's who i would trust the least but by a very slight margin
0: Yeah. I, I struggle between 13 and 14. So I had Hertz at 13 and I had Ben Roethlisberger at 14. Um, I have him at 13. So unfortunately this, this list is not predicated on what you've, uh, it's, it's not necessarily a resume thing. Um, it's what you're, it's, it's partially that, but it's also partially what you're doing right now. Can I trust you right now in this moment? And frankly, I can't trust big Ben as far as I can throw him, which isn't very far, obviously. And he really looked really rough this season. And and I, I, I know when you were on a couple of weeks ago, I think we, we talked about a Steelers game and they have a really talented Crew of wide receivers, maybe top five or six in the league. Um, Najee Harris is a super talented running back. I know they have offensive line issues, but the fact is Ben just looks done. Um, and I, I just don't know how I could trust him to do much of this game against the Chiefs on uh on Sunday. Um
1: uh, for reasons that we'll discuss later, I don't think he'll do well either. But uh I think the only reason I have him above Hertz. Is mentally. Uh, he's won Super Bowls. uh Obviously, I think Hertz is probably a better quarterback right now physically, uh but mentally, just experience, I think, puts Roethlisberger ahead of Hertz. Now, I, I think Roethlisberger, you look at him, he looks done. He, I think he looks as bad or worse than Peyton did his last year. And that's hard for me to say, but he has zero mobility whatsoever. He does not have the escapability that he somehow had back in the day and his arm is terrible. So I have zero faith in either of the bottom two.
0: The, the only reason I had hurts ahead of him is because I feel like he can make a lot of plays with his legs. He, he mm-hmm. can move, he can move the ball. Um, he's not, mm-hmm. he, like you said, not real accurate at this point in his career. I don't know if he ever will be, but, um, the Philly offense is, is interesting and I think he's, he's a large part of it. Uh, 12. I don't
1: really think Hurts is the best quarterback on his team, so that's a you're, different you're, subject. You're a Minshew guy. I think he's better than Hurts.
0: It's a fair argument.
1: That's I think I argument. think he hasn't got a fair shake, but that's a different story.
0: Might be a might be a target for the Colts next
1: season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's Maybe. just another band aid, but
0: I know.
1: Yeah, uh, twelve. Who do you have? I have Mac Jones and. That's just for right now. I think mm-hmm. Mac Jones is going to be very, very good. And I also think he's set up in an excellent system. So I think he's going to be great. But for right now, he's probably 13. He's not the most mobile. Um, yeah. For me right now, I think he'd be 13.
0: Um, I have him in the same spot. I have him uh, yeah, 12. I have him 12. He's He's been a very or 12, solid sorry. Yeah, solid game manager this year. Like you said, lack of mobility. He he's good when the run game is good. He's good when play action is effective. Um, but I as far as and we'll get into a more Saturday night's game. I don't know how much I trust him to make a lot of plays in that game. And uh, it's based on experience. If 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 he gets another year or two under his belt, I'm sure he'll move up in these rankings. Uh, eleven.
1: Uh, number eleven. I have Tannehill. Okay. Uh, that the, I mean, we're. I think the next three are kind of all interchangeable to me. Tannehill, eh, he's just a little less to me than the next two. He does have good mobility, mm-hmm. but aside from that, I also think he kind of makes mistakes. He doesn't have Derrick Henry to fall back on all the time. Now that doesn't seem to have hurt them terribly at the end of the season, but you know, playoffs is a bit different. Um, and if we're just talking about trust, I trust him less than the next two. That's fair. I have I have Tannehill at nine.
0: Um, I have I have Jimmy G at eleven. Uh, Jimmy G, I'm, I might have had lower if maybe a couple of weeks ago on something like this. Uh, he showed me a little bit in the game Sunday against the Rams to get them in the playoffs. With that late drive to tie the game and then and then to pull it off in overtime. Obviously, he's had a Super Bowl appearance um I, I i and part of his his deal has been availability he's he's always injured but as far as this week this playoff season i i i just still have questions about his accuracy his decision making um which is interesting because I, I love that team right now, I, and I don't know if anyone wants to see that team in the playoffs um, because I just think the talent on that team is so strong. But I think Garoppolo is a clear, clear weak link. Interestingly, though, I, I mean, I think he's a much better option than Trey Lance, and it might be mm, next absolutely. season as well. And But I have him at 12. Um, I have oh, – I'm sorry, 11. I'm sorry. So I have him at 11. I have uh, Derek Carr at number 10.
1: Okay, I have Jimmy G at ten. Okay, so uh, I mean we're still close in that. Uh, For me, I just trust him more, Uh, and I trust Carr more than him. I think Carr is. Yeah, I think you have to put Carr below the top eight, as well. But I think Carr is better than the next five. I think he's a little more underrated than what he gets credit for. That's true. It, it, every time this
0: season, I bet on the Raiders, though so he he burned me. Every time I bet against them, he would have a game where he threw for three fifteen and two touchdowns. And, uh, yeah, make, I
1: mean he's not in the top eight, but right, but he's. I just don't think he's. I, I don't think you can lump him in with the bottom five. I think he's in a tier of his own, kind of on this this place where he could like take a fork in the road, or either maybe he becomes great if a few things bounce his way, or maybe he just has a dud of a season and they get somebody different. Right. You had, you had car at nine, correct? I had car at nine. Yeah. Okay. So
0: yeah, we had, we had those three guys pretty much in the same spot. I had Tannehill at nine simply because
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's had a couple really nice playoff runs the last couple of years. He's, he revitalized his career after the, uh, the situation down in Miami. And, you know, after they lost Derrick Henry this year, he he played solid. I wouldn't say it was outstanding, but I I just I feel like I trust him and his experience a little bit more than than Carr. Um, but it's 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 really close. I and you could I could go either way on that. Um and so, I think my
1: thing with Jimmy G really. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry. I think my thing is only just that uh as you said about their team, I think that he has less to do. So if we're talking about trust, it's easier for him just to throw the ball to Kittle on short runs or hand the ball off to Mitchell or throw slants to Devo Samuels or <laughs> hand the ball off. So I think Tannehill has to do more. Now, maybe is a better quarterback, but it just on a simple trust, I just trust Garoppolo in the playoffs more because he has to do less. And I want a quarterback that's not – Great to do as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fair point. uh number eight.
1: number eight. I have Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's where I have him as well. Okay. I kind of, I didn't know where that was going to go. I know no. a lot of people are extremely high on him, like people that I imagine there's people that I've talked to that would put him at four, five, six, but. Yeah. For me, I would trust the other seven more than him in the playoffs currently.
0: Yeah, if you would have asked me that question after week six when they were rolling, I would have probably had a different answer. I don't know. It seems like this happened last year and now this year where I don't know if he's completely healthy. It takes a lot of he, – he's small. These hits really add up of the course of the season. And – they just haven't. They haven't looked great as a team, but him, he has just not looked as good as he has uh, earlier in the or middle of the season. So, and I, I really struggled with six, seven, and eight. It was probably my toughest area where I interchange these guys multiple times. Um, so I had, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Kyler eight, and he's so young and still gaining experience, where he will only go up this list in the future if, if the cardinals can stay relevant. Uh, seven.
1: I have Dak at seven.
0: I had Dak at six. So let's hear oh, that, let's let's hear the argument for Dak at seven.
1: Uh, I mean I had Hadak at six and then I thought about who I had at six and I just think I think they're similar players and I think the guy at six being Stafford uh is physically more talented. I think they're both prone to making mistakes, but I think physically at their A plus game, Stafford is is better. Uh I think Stafford's boy, I was about to say something. I, I don't I don't know. I think both of their teams are equally as talented, but I trust Stafford's physical ability more than Dax. Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I had I had Stafford at seven, Dak at six, and I guess I've seen a little bit too much or maybe more than I expected this year and especially the last five, six games of, of uh, Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford, where all the mm-hmm. physical ability, mm-hmm. like you said, great arm, but just some back breaking mistakes. He's he he had a back breaking turnover last week when it looked like the Rams were gonna maybe put them away early. And um I just think I think a turnover or two to this it, it, you know, against the Cardinals who they're gonna play on Monday night or or whoever they're playing in the playoffs is just it's a it's a different type of momentum breaker than it is in the regular season. And I feel like Stafford's more prone to that than Dak is, and that's why I have Dak slightly ahead of Stafford. Uh, but again, it's, it's it's almost a coin flip right there for me.
1: I couldn't argue with that at all. I mean, Stafford, like you said at the beginning of the season, he was playing like the guy that could be in the top three or four of this conversation, and then now he's making the mistakes that he was making in Detroit, and you know, he's where he is. But I think those two are interchangeable as well. I'm surprised so far that we're we're so
0: much on the same wavelength. I expected maybe a little bit more. Uh, uh, disparity in the list, but we're 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 pretty close so far. Um, I think I know who you'll have at five. I have Josh Allen at five. Oh, okay, okay. That's not who mm-hmm. I, I thought you'd have. Burrow. I have Burrow at five and Allen at mm-hmm. four. So you have Burrow. You trust Burrow more than Josh Allen right now?
1: Absolutely. One hundred percent. Without question, actually. I think Josh Allen's a great quarterback, obviously physically more gifted, better arm, uh, better runner, also significantly better at turning the ball over. Significantly better at turning the ball over. Uh, and I I think Burrow, I think Burrow's going to be fantastic in the years to come. And I think he's already fantastic. He has an excellent team. The only thing that he doesn't really have going for him, truthfully, is his offensive line is. A little shoddy giving up 55 sacks this year. But uh, yeah, I I will trust if you ask me to buy Burrow or Allen stock, I will take Burrow.
0: I can't argue with it too much. I, I Burrow continually continuously has won big games in, in the last few years of his career. If you think about going back to LSU, um, you know, beating beating clemson in the title game uh this year you know even clinching the playoff berth against the chiefs or i guess clinching the division against the chiefs a couple weeks ago um he just seems like a big game player and you can't i mean you can definitely not deny that he's extremely accurate with the ball he's got just some sort of moxie and confidence that is you just can't teach it and he's better than I thought he would be. He really is. And I've been really impressed and I can't, I can't wait to, to watch him and, and see how big his star grows. I have Allen ahead of him, And I, I um, you, you, you did make me question a little bit there because I think he is a little bit more free with the ball. Um, I like his athletic ability and his ability to make frankly just some insane plays with his legs and when he's when he's going with his legs he's he's unstoppable uh whoever they played a couple of weeks oh it was it was the game at the patriots i think three weeks ago where i think he threw for three ran for a couple 78 yards rushing i mean if he if he's like that in the playoffs he's extremely difficult to stop and um, I, I just like his ceiling a little bit more right now than Burroughs. And, uh, that's why I have him just, just one spot ahead of him. Um, that was, that was sort of my, w- when I started my list, I knew who I was going to have at number four. That's where I started. Is that, that's the first name I put down. Um, cause I knew I was who I was going to have in the top three. I just, I had to really, really think about the rankings. And, uh, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my number three. I had Aaron Rodgers at three.
1: Oh my! <laughs> wow, uh, I'm Brady at three. Uh, so you have you have the greatest quarterback of all time at three, and uh, the greatest that doesn't mean the best. I mean, there's a there's a big. He has had the greatest career of all time. Sure, I didn't Absolutely. say I didn't,
0: I didn't say most talented, greatest, the, the greatest. I mean, but I, I'm interested to hear. So did you have Rodgers at one?
1: Oh yeah, like oh yeah, unquestioned.
0: Okay, so I was talking to someone about this, actually a Packers fan uh, that I work with. That you have to you have to question. There's a little bit of a Peyton Manning type playoff record with Rogers. That there's been some home losses as as favorites to moderately sized favorites in the past. Um, it just hasn't been his best best football on the playoffs compared to the regular season version of Aaron Rodgers. Um, is that fair to say?
1: Sure. Okay. but I'll still take him. <laughs> so this season, I still think that he's, I still think he's overall all around the best quarterback that I've ever seen play all together, packaged together. He might be slowing down a little bit with the running, but there was one point where with his legs, he was, Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And mentally he's as good as, as Mahomes or Brady no um, arm strength. He's as good. He's better than Brady and as good as Mahomes has, you know, with Hill being a little banged up, the most dominant receiver and has a buy. So gets to rest up sure. a little bit and also has a cold, an extremely cold weather advantage that, that, no cold weather will ever be a problem for him. That's right. You cannot go into a game where where you're saying weather's a factor because where is weather a factor more than Lambo? So correct. I, I just think it's, all the I, factors.
0: I, I I don't necessarily disagree. I there's just something that's been missing why they've consistently came up short, while they the, the Packers have not made a Super Bowl since. I guess twenty eleven. I think that's correct. Um, there's just something missing. I I know what I saw last year. I saw Tom Brady go into Lambo, win that game. I saw Brady unexpectedly just handle the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I, I that's I gotta have Brady at one. And physically, yeah, Rogers and Mahomes they they out they out talent him at this point, but. Brady just steps it up in the playoffs like no other quarterback ever has. And until I stop seeing it, I cannot put him at number one.
1: It's difficult for me to have this conversation because I'm absolutely not a Brady hater. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Greatest career. Fan. I mean, unbelievable that he's playing as well as he is at his age, but predominantly he's always had a great team and that little that thing you're talking about in Green Bay is the exact same thing that Manning had for the same all the years is Mm -hmm. just doesn't quite have that caliber of defense or the caliber of team around him but he's able to have the best record in the NFL again this year and it becomes a little bit more difficult just to carry a team as a quarterback. I think in the playoffs and what it is in the regular season, you know, <laughs> I, I, do, I don't remember who gave the interview interview, but they were talking about how they, they said most players go like 50% on most plays. Uh, I doubt that's the case in the playoffs, a totally different game, I think. And I think right. that, that, a lot of that doesn't necessarily fall on Rodgers. I think it falls on management. Um, it's not as if he's had bad games. They just have been beaten by. It. And last year, I mean, again, I'm not bashing Brady. He's excellent. The I, He could absolutely be number one, and your argument is totally valid. Uh, but would you have taken his team last year? Like his team, take him out of the equation, take – Rodgers out of the equation, would you rather have the roster of the Buccaneers or Green Bay?
0: Well, last year, yeah, for sure the Buccaneers. Um yeah, their mm-hmm. their their defense got they got right at the right time and their defense was they're, they're obviously a huge part of that Super Bowl winning team. But I I don't I don't think we should I don't think with saying that, can't really discredit Brady because he was He's. I think he struggled in the first half of that NFC Championship game last year, but he made a lot of plays in the second half. I remember and he played really nicely, um, solidly in the Super Bowl. I, 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 I wanted to just. It's such a. There's, there's a bit of a crutch to fall back on when you talk about the team that surrounds the guy because Brady's had his share of Super Bowl teams that maybe, you know, weren't that weren't that great when they were really struggling for a true number one receiver. When, you know, Julian Edelman, great playoff receiver was, was acting as their number one receiver. You know, I know that those years they had Gronk, but they didn't really have much of a running game during those times either. Um, It's hard to separate the quarterback play versus the team because a great quarterback, these guys, these top three guys can truly carry uh, poor or mediocre teams to wins. And, uh, it is, it's hard to separate, and it it's probably just a preference. And um,
1: well, I think something that that, and I hear it talked about. But it, when people use the excuse that I used about him having great teams, I mean, one of the reasons is because he sacrificed money to allow those teams to be better. And if that doesn't get talked about in his legacy as a model of how to actually win long-term and as a franchise, then the quarterbacks that are taking 35% of the cap room only have themselves to blame when they don't have an offensive line or receivers to throw to. So you can have your money or you can have enough money. And I guess it's not my money. I shouldn't be talking like that, but, you know, he should be a model of, how to win long-term he sacrificed made enough money one rings is thought of as the greatest of all time yep. I, I i think his whole encompassing uh legacy is the greatest of all time for sure again i think
0: splitting here yeah. is between the top three right now uh so we both have Mahomes at two i think mm-hmm. i think Mahomes is still just in that spot where now he's, uh, you know, how many how many Super Bowls is he gonna is he gonna get to in his career? Uh, we know he's got the talent to build this this legacy that could potentially, or this career that could potentially rival Brady. But um, man, after last year, that was a big that was sort of a big swing because if he gets his second at the age of what twenty five and he sort of has the next 10, 12 years in front of him. And 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 when that flips, um, it, it makes it hard to see how Mahomes could get there. But I think the talent level, we agree, is is on the same level of Rogers, maybe just more experience. Um, we saw maybe a bit of a, a bit of comeback this year with Mahomes, you know, turned the ball over a lot more. Um, teams really played that. Uh, that too high safety defense where they just forced him to go underneath all day. And and it seemed like he wanted to go for the home run ball a lot and got impatient at times. So interested to see if he can learn from what he saw from defenses this year. But as we talk about the playoffs this year, it seemed like the last three or four weeks they, they they kind of figured some things out and they started playing better. So I still, I still trust Mahomes to get through the AFC, frankly.
1: Yeah, I do as well. Um, I don't know. I trust him. I don't know if I trust him necessarily to get through the AFC. I do trust him. I think that that there are a couple teams that that could be kind of shocking in the AFC. I think that is is pretty wide open. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I, it's really all dependent on who gets injured in in the wildcard games and the divisional playoffs. You know, they got to the Super Bowl last year, but he got shellacked because they had no offensive line by the time that they got to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, he couldn't protect himself, so it made him look like a totally different person. Um, yeah, I yeah. I absolutely trust him. I think he's great physically. I just trust Rodgers more at this point. Now, that, there could be a point where we're talking about Mahomes in the same Long longevity-wise and experience-wise, but I don't. I don't think that Mahomes or any person in the near future is going to have the career that Brady's had. Numbers-wise, I- yeah. it's it's hard. It's hard to see that for anyone at
0: this point. Um, he's gotten so far out there now with the with the mm-hmm. total Super Bowls and so forth. Um, good exercise. Good discussion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I figured you'd have Rodgers at one just based on previous conversations. So I wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. surprised. Um, and really the list, the list were pretty comparable um, in the, mm-hmm. the the different tiers that we had. And uh, I'll be interested to see if there's anyone that we had at the bottom that really surprises us, or if there's anyone we had toward the top that that lets us down uh, this playoff season. Let's get to the game, Zach. Uh, we got six to go through, so we'll, we'll spend a couple minutes on each give our thoughts and, and give our what what, what side we're leaning to at this point. Um, we'll go chronologically here. It's uh, the first game Saturday at 430. The Raiders at the Bengals. Uh, this number started at, I believe, six and a half. It opened at six and a half. It is now sitting at Bengals by five, um, over under at 48 and a half. 51% of the bets on Cincinnati. But Zach, 91% of the bets are on the Raiders uh which is really surprising to me uh Bengals have not won a playoff game since 1991 oh my god i didn't realize that so we're talking 30 plus years of playoff ineptitude doesn't end this game
1: uh yes i think it does i will take the Bengals uh, minus the points uh it looks like the temperature is going to be 28 degrees with nine mile per hour winds uh so no inclement weather, not terribly windy. Um, it looks like T. Higgins is is the only person majorly on the offense that is slightly limited, but expected to play. Uh, Waller's been limited for a while uh, with a knee. Drake's out with an ankle for the rest of the year. Um, I think that the Bengals' offense is is just an explosion waiting to happen. Uh, they've allowed 55 sacks, but they've also had 16 40 plus yard plays, uh 54 total TDs, four yards for carry rushing, and the Raiders' defense is has given up 43 20 plus yards plays and 10 40 yard plus plays. So I just think that you know, with them throwing it deep to Jamar Chase all the time, throwing it to T Higgins. Uh, with Boyd out there as well, I think that they're going to struggle to defensively just keep up.
0: I saw the Chargers last week really make a lot of a lot of headway throwing the ball, at least in, in that fourth quarter. Um I think I think you're right. I think Chase Higgins and company can can do a lot of damage through the air. Um, I like how balanced the Bengals are in offense. Mixon had a great year. He's probably a top mm-hmm. six or seven running back in the league. Um, I, I think the big question for me is, is if they, can they protect Burrow? Um, Max mm-hmm. Crosby was a maniac uh, on Sunday night against the Chargers. Uh, maybe one of the better games I've seen him in defensive end play in a, in a while. He would had so many pressures. Um, so I don't know if they need to to work on chipping him, doubling him, whatever it takes to keep Burrow upright. I think that's the key to this, the, This game to me is is protecting Burrow. They'll have enough explosive plays down the field. Um, This Raiders team was was it's like a cat with nine lives. You couldn't kill them this year, no matter what happened to them, losing their coach, all the off the field controversies. Um, And you got to be impressed with what they did. But it was also a hugely emotional game that they played not that long ago. That game ended around midnight on Sunday night. Um, You know, celebration kind of like. Man, big deal. We were in the playoffs. I don't want to say it's a Super Bowl like celebration, but they're, you know, there's that's an emotional high. And then they played the very mm-hmm. first game the following Saturday with the travel. The Bengals sat sat their key guys last week. Burrow rested. Jamar Chase played very sparingly early in that game. So the Bengals are the more rested team. Um, they had the travel, uh, home field advantage. Like you said, it's gonna be a colder game. The Raiders are an indoor team at this point. Um so I'm I'm going to go with you here I like the Bengals give the 5 points. Um I think the I think the Bengals get their first playoff win since 1991. Uh I think this could be the game of the week coming up. This is going to be a great game. 8:15 Saturday night. The the, the Saturday night wildcard games are I don't know. It just it just feels there's just a certain feel about it, and and it's going to be awesome in Buffalo, which I think is I think is the best home field advantage in football. Um, and Zach, I was going to mention this before we talked about the last game, but the last four years of the Wild Card Weekend, okay, that's 18 games. Underdogs are actually 14 and four straight up, and 15 and three against the spread. So underdogs have dominated this weekend the last four years. Um, of course, we both picked the favorite in the first game. See if see what we think here with the Pats Bills. The Bills are favored by four over or under at forty four. Uh, obviously, these two teams split in the regular season. The Patriots won that really memorable game with all the wind in Buffalo, where they threw it like what three times, four times, whatever, um, and just and just pounded the ball all night. Um, supposed to be under ten degrees. Uh, in this game Saturday, correct?
1: Yes, it is. Uh, not not much win, but in this game, I I waffled on this one a bunch. I But I, I'm circling names on the games that I like, and I hand went to the Patriots. So I'm going to take the Patriots minus four in this. I think it could be a really close game, predicated mainly on running again. Uh, and, and although Josh Allen can run, the Patriots have three running backs that they can just sub in and out and just pound the ball down the bills. Now, you're talking about the number one and the number two scoring defenses in the league, so I think the under is a pretty fair bet here. Yeah. Um. But for no other reason other than I just have this gut feeling about the Patriots in the playoffs and Mac Jones doing just enough and making – Few enough mistakes to to allow to allow the Patriots to to probably capitalize on a Josh Allen mistake late in the game to win.
0: But you like the Pats to win this one outright. I do. There there could be mutiny if the if the Bills lose this game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but. This, this was the one that I waffled on as well back and forth um, both these quarterbacks uh, are not cold weather guys jo- I know Josh Allen plays in Buffalo but his his record his not necessarily his record but his performance in cold weather is, is not great the rate uh, his quarterback rating is is not good um, and Mac is obviously from the south He's not used to this kind of weather Um it's going to be probably wind chill around zero or less than that Saturday mm-hmm. night. So I think you made a good point. I think the running game is going to be important for both teams at this, at this point, you trust the Patriots running game a lot more than the bills running game. They just didn't have anything consistently effective. Singletary made some plays down the stretch mm-hmm. in the last couple games, but against inferior opponents. Um, I think I'm with you as far as the Patriots covering the four. I, I, and of course, you know, the elephant in the room, Belichick, pr- perhaps the greatest coach, Ever, um, I, I mean, you just you just you just have to side with Belichick here. You just got to—he's getting the points, his experience, his just the way he can draw up a game plan to take away your best asset on offense. Um, I think the Bills win this game, but I think the Patriots cover. I, I think it's a field goal game, um, and uh, I, I think the under is definitely in play here. It could be twenty seventeen type of game, twenty three twenty game. Um, so we both like the pass to cover. You just like like them to win. Money line on that would be plus one seventy. Mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday one o'clock. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, the seven seed, traveling to the champs uh, in Tampa. Tampa is favored by nine and a half. Um, looks like sixty two percent of the bets are on the Bucks. Seventy seven percent of the money. Has come in on the Eagles in this game. Um, this game originally opened at eight and a half. It's kind of, it's kind of stayed around nine, nine and a half since then. Um, Zach, thoughts here? Um, will the will the Eagles be able to offer enough resistance defensively to cover this?
1: No, I I don't think so. Uh, Brady still trying to make a statement. Still trying to to win another Super Bowl, still hungry at his age, and smarter than probably he's ever been. So, no, I, I don't think so. I don't trust Hurts. I think Hurts will make mistakes against that defense. So, no, I don't. I, I think this one is is easier game to, to pick than most. I, I would take Tampa Bay, minus the points.
0: I think I'm with you. I think I like that. I there does there's something that worries me about that number as a as a potential backdoor cover. Um, You know, late late, say that the Bucks are up 16 points and the Eagles are driving the last couple minutes just to to get it closer. And I I guess I worry about that with the NFL every week with every game is the backdoor Mm -hmm. cover uh, with with a large underdog like this, but. I, I don't I don't know how the Eagles a win this game because I, I just feel like the Bucs are far superior on both sides of the ball I know the Bucks have had some issues defensively with some injuries they're they're secondary but that's not the Eagles best uh, trade on offense they can they, they run they've run the ball really well this year. I feel like that plays into the Bucks' hands. That's what you know, the Bucs can I feel like slow down their run game and make Hertz throw the ball. I think that's what they're gonna try to make him do. And and frankly, I just don't think he's there yet. So I think I'll side with you. I think I'll lay the nine and a half and take the Bucks here. Um I think that over is probably probably I think I think the over probably hits 46. Seems like it's a little, little bit low. I could see the Bucs putting up over 30 in this game, you know pretty easily. And if you are in on props, I love Mike Evans in this game to score at least a touchdown. You might want to look at two yeah. touchdowns. Cause I don't, I really don't know how they set up. And with God, with God went out and Antonio Brown, obviously MIA, uh, you could see a lot of, you could see a lot of Mike Evans in this playoff run for the bucks. Uh,
1: Did you see his quote? Did you see Antonio Brown's quote this week? Which one? <laughs> well, he said, he said, it was probably uh, unnecessary and unprofessional for me to leave the shield like that. And that was just the quote. Well,
0: he was, he was, he was talking quite a bit about a lot of people uh, this last week and text and sharing all kinds of information. He was going after Brady. I mean, Brady let him stay at his house with his family. I mean, come (laughs) on, dude. That guy's crazy. know. Uh, 430 uh Sunday. This this game may be the most compelling as far as uh just the matchup. Uh the 49ers at the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by three over under at 50 and a half. We talked a little bit earlier about the 49ers. They've they've it might be the team you don't want to see. They're just They're really talented on both sides of the ball. They've gotten healthy at the right time. they got a bunch of blue chippers on their roster. But, frankly, the Cowboys, too. Uh, Defensively, Micah Parsons, if he's not defensive Mm. player of the year, um, he's probably Um, runner-up. He's a force. And offensively, this team was unstoppable early in the middle of the season. Uh, Dak got hurt, came back. They kind of had not been exactly the same offense um, as they were early um, you know, still got Zeke, uh Tony Pollard might be the better running back, and they got that that slew of wide receivers that are are scary to face. What's the what's the take on this one, Zach?
1: This one was hard, and I still I mean I have the Cowboys circled, uh giving the points, but just hearing you talk and this one's really hard for me. I, I think the easier bet here is I think the over hits, but Man, this one's hard. You got Dallas, who's the number one scoring offense in the league. Um, but Debo can break a play at any point. Mitchell's playing great. Ayuka is is a great deep receiver and Kittle's amazing. So really, I guess it stands on if Jimmy G makes mistakes, they're in a dome, so the weather's not going to be a problem. Uh, I, I do think Gallup's out with an ACL for the rest of the year. So that that's gonna hurt a right. little bit, but Schultz might be able to pick up a little bit of the of the slack there. I'm probably going to bet the Cowboys. I'll say Cowboys minus three. I think overall they're just a little bit more offensively powerful and Parsons really has been a wrecking ball. Uh, I do think he wins rookie of the year, but I think the Watt brothers will have a mutiny if TJ does not win this year after breaking the sack record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Parsons will be a shoe in for defensive rookie
0: of the year, but, uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. think, he'll, I think he'll probably come up short for the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, sixty percent of the bets are on the Niners. Eighty percent of the money is on the Niners. So this has very much become a public and sharp underdog in this game, um which is kind of scary. Because in the NFL, if everyone's saying one thing, usually it's you go you just go the other yeah. way. You you just fade what everyone else thinks. Um, I I'm a little nervous about the pick as well, but I think. I think for some of the reasons you talked about, I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. I don't feel great about it. I I would feel better. Mm -hmm. um, I would feel better if this game were two and a half. um, And honestly, if if it goes up to three and a half or four, which I don't think it will because of where the money's coming, I, I would feel better about the Niners. But the three seems right. Um, I think the Cowboys make just enough plays in a really tight game. Uh, Force Garoppolo into a turnover to a, a couple bad decisions. And as long as Dak takes care of the football, um, I feel like the Cowboys win this game. Uh, I can't wait to watch sure. that one. Though.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game.
0: Sunday night, Steelers, or eight fifteen, the Steelers at – the Kansas city chiefs Uh, Kansas city is favored by the biggest number of the week, 12 and a half points over under at 45 and a half. The Steelers, or I'm sorry, the chiefs are getting 56% of the bets. The Steelers are getting 58% of the money. Uh, So the money is coming in on the Steelers. Uh, This opened at 13 and a half. The money's driven it down to 12 and a half. Zach, I think you foreshadowed it earlier, but I believe you're going to like Kansas city in this one.
1: I am going to like the Steelers, I believe, in this one, actually. Is that uh, right? Did I read that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was. we were talking about the, what the weather is going to be. 28 degrees, 15-mile-an-hour winds, 4 to 8 inches of snow. You know, stopping prior to game time, but cleanup, cold, frozen field. Tyreek Hill kind of hurt. Carlos Edwards, Hilaire hurt. Uh, I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I don't trust Big Ben whatsoever, but I think that the Steelers do enough in cold weather defensively to keep it within 10 points. I think it's a, a lower scoring game than what it should be in non-adverse conditions. So I think it's the under and Steelers To I mean, it could be like a 24- Seventeen game.
0: I, I I yeah I read that wrong earlier. I mean we were trashing Ben to start to start mm-hmm. the podcast, and uh, so you must think he plays at least decently here to keep him in the game.
1: I don't think he even needs to play. I just think he needs to not make mistakes. I think that the weather is going to do enough to neutralize the speed necessary of of the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are going to feel like they need to do as much up against the Steelers. So they may play a little bit more of a conservative game style because of the weather and Najee Harris can run the ball. They can throw it to Johnson in the flat, get a couple of balls to Claypool, score a couple touchdowns and a field goal. And I think that's enough to keep it within 12 and a half points.
0: You may be right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a big number. I think. I think the weather that you've uh, talked about would definitely play in the Chiefs' hands. The Chiefs, notoriously this season, had a lot of trouble stopping the run, uh, effective running games. I think. I don't think this is a hugely dynamic running game, but it's good enough where it could cause problems. And you, if you're the Steelers, you're just trying to control the clock, uh, keep Mahomes mm-hmm. and that offense off the field. It's 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 the same strategy that you'd play against a really great offense that we saw teams try to play against Brady in the past. Um I traditionally love I love underdogs as well. I just don't I don't think I could take the Steelers here, Zach. Um I i, I just saw them enough where they just looked so bad and so inept. And <laughs> I just can't do it. I, I probably won't bet the 12 and a half. What I I really like uh, six point teas here. Uh, six point teas with the Bucks uh, teas the Bucks down to three and a half and the Chiefs down to six and a half. Um, that that six point teaser is at minus one twenty. I'm going to get a little bit more creative with those bigger lines. It's probably a cowardly way of doing it, but it ensures that Chiefs win by a touchdown. Um, it'll help me out in that teaser, uh, but. I I, I don't feel good about the line. So I'll probably just stay away from the 12 and a half overall. Monday night's first Monday night playoff game that we've ever had. This is going to be awesome. Uh, Yeah. Cardinals uh, reeling uh, the last four or five weeks of the season uh, coming off a loss to Seattle, not, not a meaningful loss at all, but still a loss. Uh, at the L.A. Rams, Rams are favored by four in this game, over under at 49, uh, 55% of the bets on the cards, 59% of the money on the Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray and company and that offense, uh,
1: first of all, do we know if Hopkins is going to be back for this game? I have not seen anything. I didn't see that he was. I don't have his name written down. I thought he was done. Uh, I'll check on that while we're talking
0: here. Um, I guess this is a game where I don't, I don't really trust either side right now.
1: I don't like this one either. I, I, I have the Rams. I, I think, I think if you force me to bet, I take the Rams minus four. I trust them more. I trust Stafford a little more than I trust Murray. I think that, I mean, unless. Hopkins is back. I, I think that, that Stafford has a obviously better receiving core. Uh they're gonna they're gonna struggle to stop Cup. Beckham's been playing better, and Van Jefferson is a good downfield threat. So and the Rams also yep. have uh is he gonna be back?
0: He's he is out. He is out this week. Okay. Yep.
1: So yeah, and and the Rams have Aaron Donald. So uh Aaron Donald is a one man wrecking crew in the middle and the double and triple teams that he takes up frees up everybody else on the outside. So uh, I don't love uh, putting money on this game. But if I had to, I, w- I would take the rim plus four. But I think that I like the over. Um, I mean, they play in L.A. It's supposed to be 71 degrees with seven mile per hour winds and sunny. So you can't get much better conditions than that. The guys will get a little breeze when they get too warm, but it won't really affect the football. So not a big deal.
0: I agree with you. I, I think I, I think I'm more comfortable laying the four with the Rams here. Um, Kyler, without Hopkins, is seems to be a different quarterback. I, I love the Ertz pickup in the middle of the season. Um, I, I'm sure he'll get more play in this game. Um, but you know, you got an aging AJ Green. Christian Kirk's more of a probably a number two or number three. Um, it's a different offense uh, the last couple of weeks and. Um, You know, for all the Rams' shortcomings, this is a really talented team. Um, They have the best receiver in the league in Cooper Cup. I think he'll continue to make a lot of plays in this game. Sony Michelle has been effective running the ball the last four or five weeks. And, uh, you know, I I, I referred to Stafford earlier as maybe some of the Detroit Lion version of Stafford coming through. I, I think he'll make enough plays in this game for them to win the game and cover the four. Um, so we see eye to eye on that one, couple, we, we, we differ on, but I think for the most part, we, you know, we, we, we gave, we gave some good insight into these games, some good thoughts. I, I think we, we both struggled on, 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 the Pats bills, 49ers, Cowboys, that seemed to be the two that, that you could go either way mm-hmm. on, um, uh, any, any final thoughts on the slate, any parlays you've, you've put together yet, or you're still working on that?
1: No, I have like a a full season stats kind of weird little thing that I saw. So I was looking through like number of 40 yard plays, uh, you know, for defenses and all this stuff. And the Falcons this year had only 19 sacks, which was significantly lower than anybody else, but gave up zero 40 plus yards plays. So I'm not sure how that happened. Giving the quarterback that much time and no forty-plus yards plays against you, I just thought that was kind of an interesting statistic. Yeah,
0: i i think I think the matchup that I'm I'm most anxious to see um, of 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 any of them is is Josh Allen. Going against this Patriots defense and how Belichick's going to defend him, um, especially in that cold weather and what the game plan is gonna be for the Bills offensively. Um uh such a such a pass heavy scheme. Uh can they run the ball and get some balance in that game? I think that's gonna be really key. Uh Zach. Yeah, he has a Oh, sorry. Belichick
1: ahead. has a tendency. Belichick has a tendency of of especially with Josh Allen kind of running over them in the previous matchup of of trying to take away what your one great option is. And I think, especially in this weather, you know, if he runs a spy on Josh Allen and kind of contains him a little bit more, I I think that it kind of all fits with, with the style that, that I'm hoping the Patriots play to try to neutralize the bills in order to win this game. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen could have a great game.
0: And Belichick, I mean, notoriously against, especially division rivals like the Bills, it might not show you everything in the regular season in anticipation of seeing you later on and, and maybe giving you a look that you haven't seen before. Um, obviously, it's worked out a few times for him in the past. Um, all right, Zach. This was fun. We, we broke it down, and we ranked a bunch of quarterbacks, and uh, hopefully people will benefit from, uh, from this listening uh, this weekend.
1: Yeah, had a great time. And uh, yeah, I hope that everybody's bets go well and we'll see where we stand at next week. Uh,
0: Your best bets on Instagram, Facebook, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, You can look at Zach and I uh, talk to each other this week if you choose to. Uh, We'll be back next Monday for golf and uh, another playoff round next week. So appreciate everyone listening. We'll catch you next week.